Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining today's press conference. The new XFL will kick off in 2020, and quite frankly, we're going to give the game of football back to fans. I'm sure everyone has a lot of questions for me, but I also have a lot of questions for you. In fact, we're going to ask a lot of questions and listen to players, coaches. We're going to listen to medical experts, technology executives, members of the media, and anyone else who understands and loves the game of football. But most importantly, we're going to be listening to fans. So I would ask that, uh, well, the question of what would you do if you could reimagine the game of professional football? Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of This is the XFL. This is the Loose Cannon, David McBee. Going to be flying solo this week. Unfortunately, Joey the Dragon Shaw couldn't make this week's episode, but we are coming down the stretch. We are down to now less than two weeks before the start of the inaugural season of XFL 2020. And of course, that clip that opened up after our intro was uh, Vince McMahon on January 25th of 2018 announcing the rebirth of the XFL and just a little over two years later, it's a reality. It's getting ready to happen. It is less than two weeks from today before the kickoff of the inaugural season of XFL 2020. And we're excited. We're pumped. A lot of information to share this week. Uh, just so much going on as we are coming down the stretch. But before we jump into it too much, we also we want to send our condolences, of course. The uh, news that... Uh, you know, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, unfortunately, he was killed today in a helicopter crash in the Los Angeles area. So we just, from all of us here at uh, This is the XFL, want to send our condolences to, to his family and our prayers are out with them. And, uh, you know, just heartbreaking news. But, uh, you know, just want to send our condolences. But... You know, the XFL getting ready to get rolling, and a lot of things debuted this week. Of course, we had a couple preseason games, uh, and during those preseason games, we got a chance to see the XFL ref uniforms uh, for the first time. Overall, I think the uniforms look pretty cool. Uh, you know, and you can go to the XFL.com if you look under, uh, they shared some clips of the, uh, of the games and stuff. Some of the preseason games, I think they're stylish. I think they got a little bit of flair to them. I think they really match up, especially with the XFL logo and kind of, uh, you know, the patterns that they're doing there. But overall, I think it was a, uh, a good start right there. And speaking of starting, uh, we got someone who is not going to start and, is not going to be with the XFL at all. Uh, former Cincinnati Bengals superstar, uh, Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco. I don't know what he goes by nowadays, but he backed out of his XFL tryout. He was scheduled on uh, last Monday on January 20th. Uh, the 42-year-old Johnson alerted the league the night before that he would not be participating uh, for his XFL tryout. He was actually going to be trying out not to play any skill positions, but he was actually going to be a uh, kicker 
for the XFL, but he decided he backed out of that. Of course, Johnson, you know, we know about him. He's a six-time NFL Pro Bowler. He's talked about playing football on and off again for the past several years. Uh, but he's really been pushing this, hey, I want to be a kicker. He does have some experience kicking. Uh, as Johnson kicked a little bit for the Bengals in 2009. He converted an extra point and even uh, kicked off for them during the preseason. But that is out. Chad Johnson backing out of his XFL tryout, and he will not be a part of XFL 2020. Also, this week, more news from the Battle Hawks. And like we mentioned on every show, we really cover the Battle Hawks more than we do uh, the other teams because we are located in North Central Arkansas. Of course, uh, this is part. This show is part of the umbrella of the Twin Lakes Sports Network. And, uh, you know, we're located not far from St. Louis. So the St. Louis is kind of the team that we are going to be watching really close. We're going to be attending games. Hopefully uh, we're trying to work out, get some press passes to go and check them out. But even if we don't get press passes, we're probably going to go anyway. We'll just have to buy our tickets. But, uh, you know, some news with the Battle Hawks. Of course, the Battle Hawks has a, a, star, a star safety. His name is Kenny Robinson. He announced this week he will be in the 2020 NFL Draft after the completion of the XFL season. So he's shown a lot of talent in uh, XFL training camp. And from what the NFL teams are saying, he's not going to be waiting too long. So really cool news there. I think, uh, you know, I know the XFL is a standalone professional league, but but for players even to use that as a stepping stone to get back in the NFL, I think that's good because you'll get higher quality players. And I think safety Kenny Robinson is definitely one of those players. So he has been accepted into the uh, 2020 NFL draft pool, and uh, we'll have to see how that uh, plays out for him. But uh, exciting. I'm going to be excited to watch him play uh, for the Battle Hawks this season. Also, uh, more news. Uh, hey, tomorrow is January 27th, and it's going to be a big day for the XFL because the official 52-man rosters are going to be released tomorrow. So in our next week's episode, we should have a finalized 52-man roster uh, for the St. Louis Battlehawks. And you'll be able to go on XFL.com and check out rosters for all eight of the XFL teams. So just so much news. This is like rapid fire today, but so much going on. And speaking about going on, the Battlehawks got a chance to play in uh, the preseason. They had their preseason game last week. Uh, they took on Dallas. They went to Dallas. Unfortunately... The Battle Hawks ended up coming up short on the scoreboard. They lost 25 to 22, but it was a uh, you know just kind of reading some of the notes. Of course, it wasn't aired on TV, but you know the first quarter was actually kind of start off slow. Uh, first quarter, I think ESPN was testing out a lot of their features uh, during the broadcast, including a, a thing they debuted called the X Spot. That is actually a spot on the field where they will have a feature player that played exceptionally during that quarter, half, or game. They'll bring them to the Xbox, and they'll uh, interview them live on the field. Now, and I'll tell you, I think they have stolen that because back when we used to broadcast for the Arkansas Tornadoes, we had our very own Joey the Dragon Shaw on the field, uh, who we had the Shaw spot where he would take them 
whatever player need to be recognized and interview them all throughout the game. So uh, kind of so- cool to see that coming up. Of course, this game ended up being a pretty tough fight between the two teams. Um, the Renegades got momentum early. Uh, Ferguson burned the St. Louis secondary. He was looking very impressive with his catches. Uh, put the Renegades up with the first score of the game. Uh, and then Dallas ended up coming back again right after that. Marquis Young uh, ended up taking it to the house to put the Renegades up two touchdowns. However, after uh, falling down two touchdowns in the second quarter, the Battle Hawks were successfully able to march the ball down the field, set themselves in the red zone, and then knowing that they needed a score, they tried to uh, they they tried they tried to get it in. Unfortunately, football is not horseshoes or hand grenades, and the Renegade defense was just too much for the Hawks to get the ball in the end zone. But with the half getting ready to come to the close, the Battle Hawks responded with a touchdown of their own. The first score in Battle Hawk history, even though it is the preseason. Uh, Jordan Tamau made it look easy. Touchdown, Colt Hunt. First touchdown in team history. And Hunt not holding back. He ended up dunking the ball in the uprights. So as we went into halftime, the score was 12-6 to with Dallas in the lead. Of course, you know, it's 12 to 6. That's because there's not extra points in the XFL. They have a chance to go for one, two, or three points. And it turned out on all three first half touchdowns, no team got any two point conversion. I mean, a one point, two point, or a three point conversion. Uh, so it was actually uh, 12 to 6. Renegades started off the second half with a response of their own. They were able to grab three extra points via field goal, uh, pushing their lead to 15 to 6. Not long after that, the Renegades ended up uh, intercepting uh, Taylor Heineke, which put them in a chance to score again. And Dallas ended up scoring. Simi Cobbs, with a one-handed catch, put the Renegades up 21-6. But going into the fourth quarter, Renegades were up 21-6, but the Battlehawks were ready to come back. And they got back with a touchdown of their own to bring the game to 21-12. And it was a tall task to get back in the game, but Coach Hayes and the group, they were giving it their all. The Battlehawk offense started rocking and rolling in the fourth quarter. And the defense had a huge play by Matthew Thomas, who got the pick six to bring them within reaching distance, only down three in the fourth quarter, less than 10 minutes in the game. They got it to 21-18. to The game ended up ending with the Renegades winning 21-18, to but then the XFL actually had the teams test out the overtime rules. Of course, in the new XFL, overtime is handled shootout style, with each team having a chance to score in a best-of-five contest. So each team, they gave five opportunities, but the Renegades ended up holding the Battle Hawks off 25-22. to So kind of slow start on offense for the Battle Hawks. Second quarter, and I mean, second half, the offense really got rolling and a great defensive play by the defense. So the Battle Hawks, were game, but unfortunately came up just a little bit short in their first preseason game in history. But hey, it's not the preseason anymore. Now it's time to get ready for the real deal that starts in two weeks. And it's going to be awesome to see the Battlehawks get back out on the field. 
But when the Battle Hawks take the field, they're going to have a couple new players because after that preseason game, trade this week, offensive guard Jawan Bushell was tra- Beatty was traded uh, for quarterback Charles James. So the Battle Hawks with another trade pick up another cornerback. I'm sorry, they actually traded Bouchelle, Beatty, and Charles James for Robert Nelson. Sorry about that. Let me get that right. Uh, But the Battlehawks do pick up another quarterback in a trade. So interesting to see uh, the focus on the defense, on especially the secondary, as the Battlehawks have now made a couple trades to get help in the secondary. Also, more news this week. Tickets. Tickets, tickets, tickets. I'll tell you, in our last episode we shared, there was an awesome $20 deal that was going down for uh, lower in the bowl seats. $20 all across the XFL course. That great deal has ended. But numbers released this week. Uh, Seattle right now looks to be the one that is getting the biggest support. Uh, They're projecting over 20,000 people for their opener at this time. So the Seattle Dragons really getting a lot of uh, of people coming out to support Jim Zorn and that group uh, in Seattle. However, number two, not far behind them, is our very own, the St. Louis Battlehawks. Don't have exact numbers, but we are heard that their tickets are performing well as people are wanting to take it to St. Louis. They're still not happy after the Rams left them several years ago. So great to see the fan support. And I got to tell you, the Battlehawk fans have just been awesome. Uh, social media just blowing up. Uh, you know, you visit, get on the uh, St. Louis Battlehawk Facebook page. Fans, 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 they are going caca, caca all over the place. Uh, St. Louis probably has the most annoying fans so far, but I like it. I like the passion. I like that they're getting in there, supporting their team, even seeing a couple of players getting tattoos. So really awesome to see that group getting a lot of support in the community. And on social media, their social media team is doing an outstanding job. They got interviews they're constantly sharing, giving updates, training day updates. I love it. This is something that AAF struggled with last year. Not just finances, but they struggled. They could have done a much better job on social media. Uh, But the XFL looks like they're learning from the mistakes of the AAF, and they are going to be ready to rock and roll. So great news to hear on those tickets. But, you know, we're kind of coming down the stretch. I know this was a little bit of a rapid-fire episode, uh, but... Next week, myself and Joey the Dragon will be back as we will be previewing week one, the St. Louis Battlehawks. It starts on the, uh, I mean, it's it's right around the corner, February 8th, February 8th and 9th, the first two games in the XFL. So we will be next week uh, going over the 52-man roster and what changes happen with that. Also, it's time to start previewing some real slobber-knocking football action that's coming up. So, so much coming on. We appreciate all you guys supporting us, too. Quick shout-out. Our show recently was ranked 49th under Apple Podcasts. We could not do that without you. And from myself and Joey the Dragon, thank you very much. And, and all of a sudden, we also found out we were ranked number three in Denmark. In Denmark. 
That's incredible. The XFL has fans in Denmark. I love it. So thank you so much to those fans, and thank you to all the XFL fans with all the passion. Uh, We are looking forward to covering games, not just the Battle Hawk games, but also discussing all the games around the league on a weekly basis, sharing league news, but then also talking a lot about our very own St. Louis Battle Hawks. But uh, from the loose cannon, David McBee, guys, again, thank you for joining us for this, this uh, super fast edition. But from the loose cannon, David McBee and our good friend, Joey the Dragon Shaw, he'll be back again next week. Uh, this next week, go out and do something nice for someone because remember, your tomorrows are never guaranteed. Have a great week from, here, from us here at This Is The XFL.